Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Guess what? We're still on vacation. We're still is remembering. This be the first or second one? I mean, we're still this remembering. One. Who cares? Who remembers iconic celebrity foods? You tell me. You put this together. Do we got the pork in here? Pork board? Timmy and I put this together. Oh, of course we got the pork board. Are you kidding me? I think we opened with the pork board. Incredible. We got the pork board. We got the pumpkin can. We got Tabitha Brown. We got Casa Zeta Jones. We got all sorts of stuff going on in today's episode. There's a lot of who's who love cooking and love packaging and love spawning and love eating so how did we come up with this idea i don't know labor day it's a holiday where you eat a lot right i'm trying to grasp at some sort of connection to the holiday right is there anything there no is labor day a holiday when you writhe around in bucatini i, I don't know i don't know what you're supposed to do for labor day i'm not sure we have any labor day foods in this in these segments yeah, we don't. And also, I think I cut the thing about Casa Zeta Jones's coffee. So we're not even going to hear anything like that because there's just too much food. Okay, you know the drill. We're going to play some old iconic segments. Please just forgive us. The podcast didn't used to sound as good as it does now, you know? Some of the segments are old, but that's vintage. Oh, the banana one was in our modern era. But these yeah, clips yeah. go all the way back to the beginning. So yeah. you're just going to have to deal with us sounding a little bit different. Our microphone know, technology has grown. You can, you'll actually really understand how much our, micro, our microphone technology has grown, you know? I, I know. And some of our old episodes used to be like 30 minutes. So finding the clips was very strange because I was like going through horribly sounding 30-minute files. <laughs> um, but what we figured delight. it out. Enjoy. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this. I enjoyed it. Lindsay enjoyed it. Enjoy. Enjoy. Okay, we have to talk about Daniel Jonas's Instagram for pork. This is the funniest thing I've... This is the funniest ad I've ever seen on Instagram. It's... In, okay, I... <laughs> so the photo itself is deranged because it's a pile of pork on a plate and then a, like a garlic... <laughs> A head of garlic, Just not garlic, skin close, not on garlic, like, but like, like two heads of garlic. Cut in half. <laughs> skin on, uncooked garlic. And I'm saying, again, not garlic cloves. It is a garlic head that has been cut in half, not cooked. This is not like a beautiful, like caramelized, roasted garlic. No, 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 no. It's just raw, unroasted Lying side head. saddle on like, like very <laughs> freshly picked pieces of just leaves maybe cilantro or mint or something but the leaves but also the leaves look like it looks like sage it doesn't look like lettuce it doesn't look like a delicious salad 
It looks like sage. It looks like some weird herb. Yeah, sage or a mint. I don't know, but it's a pile of it. You do not want to eat. It's basically the least appetizing photo I've ever seen. The pork um, is and then in the overcooked back, and like, or just not really pork. The pork is overcooked. Looks like roast oh, beef. Oh my god. And there's there's a um there's a like a empty glass and then a wine bottle in the background and but, the plate but it's a champagne though, glass like, oh. and then a bottle of merlot i think and but not poured and then a, <laughs> yes, a fork yes, yes. hanging out on the rim of the plate as if somebody's gonna just dig into this these cloves <laughs> so basically we're, we're giving you all of this so that you know that like this is being presented as though this is ready to eat and nothing has ever been less ready to eat than what is on this plate anyway so Beside this, Danielle Jonas, who is Nick Jonas's wife, Kevin Jonas's wife, writes, <laughs> um, I cooked up one of at Kevin Jonas's favorite meals, garlic and rosemary roasted pork tenderloin. Everyone, that's not even rosemary. That Well, rosemary could be in the marinade, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I cooked up one of Kevin Jonas's favorite meals, garlic and rosemary roasted pork tenderloin, exclamation mark, in celebration of, na- of America's love of pork. The National Pork Board is... Inviting people to share a simple pick of pork on their fork for the chance to win prizes. NPB. Also, if you know what that acronym means, acronym means, I'm sorry for you. Oh, um, is you mean away the National Pork Board? You think I don't know NPD, <laughs> NPB? NPB is giving away more than ten thousand dollars in prizes between now and April fifteenth. At Pork Be Inspired. Hashtag Pork Nose Weeps. Pork no sweeps? Pork now. Pork, pork now. Pork now sweeps. Oh my god, really tough to decipher. No purchase necessary. Sweep ends 4 15, 17. Open to adults 18 plus in the US. Where prohibited. See official rules. Blah, blah, this goes on. Oh, wait, it ended. Mm, I can't take a picture of pork on my fork anymore. I'm not going to win $10,000 in prizes. The pork Imagine isn't even getting on her $10,000 in pork. I mean, I if know. you win that prize, you're blessed. Great. I would. That's awesome for you. I love it. Um, did you pick, did you click on pork now sweeps? Because I didn't. I should, should I have? have? Wait, let's see. Um, I, I just love that. It's just, I made Kevin Jonas's favorite recipe, gar- like garlic chicken, garlic, whatever, pork. but it's just pork. It's pork and uncooked garlic. Do you think he eats the garlic? I don't think anyone will ever eat what is on this plate. Oh. <laughs> uh. I'm sorry, like, do you think that this plate is ever is has been has ever been touched or will ever be touched? No. Oh my god, guess what I found? The first what? the f- top post in hashtag pork now sweeps. Real Freddie Prince holding up a plate of pork, which actually looks much better Shut than up. this one. Show your pork love. Take a picture of Shut your next up. pork dish and include the hashtag pork now sweeps for your chance to win great prizes. I'm enjoying these honey cayenne grilled pork chops from my back to the kitchen cookbook. What's on your plate? Wow. They have 1600 posts. Well, the thing is, is that his pork looks good and he worked it into his cookbook. Danielle Jonas is the one that people are really obsessed with. And people are saying hashtag struggle plate about her. <laughs> <laughs> also freddie looks great in this photo freddie included his face smart decision but it's funny because it's like so i just want to so that just proves that it's like advertising for the national pork board is funny yes but doing a good job with it and making it make sense like freddie prince jr did he has a cookbook he cooks pork da da da. it's fine it's less it's less weird that's makes sense that's fine i'm not like i can't hate on that that's whatever it's funny that the pork board (laughs) is doing instagram But this, the highlighted comments on the thing, hashtag struggle plate. Struggle plate. And and, uh, XTiana17 says, this looks dry as fuck. It looks insane. Can't you just take like, can't you, couldn't you have just Instagrammed pork and then just taken a screenshot? No one, I mean, we would have figured it out, but no one would have known. Who cares? This looks insane. I can't get over the garlic. Oh, other people believe that it's a bed of sage, too. That's crazy. I hate this. Queen, I, I've talked about it so long. This this commenter. This is the best sponsored post ever. Tears of laughter emoji. Also, also that garlic just sitting there. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> that garnish is completely raw. You just split a whole head of garlic. The skin and base are still on. That pork is dry. It's under-seasoned. You have a lot Stop. of work to do. <laughs> I can't wait till next week on Who Weekly where we're like, brought to you by the National Pork Board, Who Weekly. I love pork rinds, Bobby. What do you like? I love bacon. <laughs> Did you know it's that time of year again? Um, not Christmas. <laughs> it's time for the advent calendar. And no, not the advent calendar you're thinking of. The one where models just do whatever in front of the camera. Like, <laughs> I can't even... Remember the one where Kendall Jenner was in the shower and the shark came after her? <laughs> no, I don't remember any of them. That I was like literally, two years ago? I literally see them and then I forget them immediately. You, you, I, I have to <sighs> Look, clear my brain or I'll lose my mind. The love advent calendar is back. What's love, you ask? Who knows? It's a fashion magazine. Maybe. When does it come out? I don't know. Monthly, quarterly, annually? I'm not sure. But it exists. And once a year, they do this thing called the Love Advent Calendar, where in the 25 days leading up towards Christmas, they release like one new batshit video of the year that is like uh, the quality of like an NYU film student with like a lot of like high production values and access to Emily Ratajkowski. You know? It's like we have a lot of money. but we you don't know, know what like we're doing. That, what's that first day of Christmas my true love gave to me song? Like t- Turtle Dove? Oh, or on, the, 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 on the, the five days of Christmas. The 12 days it's, of Christmas. Okay. It's like the 12 days of Christmas song, but you're like really horny and you're 12. <laughs> like that's what the love, that's like what the love advent calendar is. It's like, I love that song, but like I don't want like Turtle Doves. I want like very sexy photos of Emily Ratajkowski rolling around in like Bucatini or something. Like I want. You know what <laughs> it is? What you know what it is? It's it's horny Mad Libs. It's horny Mad Libs. It's like, um, it's like giraffe plus bra plus yes, it's the hottie Prinsloo equals. It's like, it's like name a famous Instagram, name like a B-list Instagram model. Or name, A-list for that model. Uh, a, a food. A food. Name a location. Name a place. Name an animal. Here we go. Name us color. I mean, read these headlines. We're not far into December, so we only have a few examples. You better believe we're going to keep you updated throughout the month. <laughs> but these are the ones we have so far. Listen. Ashley Graham slaps her bottom before pulling a sled in Not Safe for Work video for Love Advent Calendar. Okay, she's pulling a sled. <laughs> did you did you catch that? She's pulling a sled. I Behind door number one, Bella Hadid strips to sexy red underwear to take an outdoor shower and latest update from the love affect calendar and then the best so saucy emily radikowski grabs her boobs and rides in spaghetti for the 2018 love calendar can i read you the daily mail's take on that last one yes, because please. i think it's better um dish of the so you have to think in your mind like on the sixth day of christmas my true love gave to me emily radikowski sizzles in racy red lingerie and suspenders as she rides around in oily spaghetti for love advent video oily spaghetti <laughs> And if you are wondering what that video is like, it is exactly that. It is like precisely that. There's no there's no narrative. There's no I found some good so you know how Daily Mail takes like one clip that's like a minute and then writes like a thousand words on nothing? Of course. So here's here's how they describe this video as if you're not gonna just watch it. Why would you even read this? You just watch the video if you're looking for Emily Ratajkowski writhing in oily spaghetti. Okay, here. Rather than Rather than cooking the Italian delicacy, it was cooked. This is such a lie. It was clearly cooked. How would she writhe in it if it wasn't cooked? Rather than, rather than cooking the Italian delicacy, the model proceeds to gorge it, gorge on it herself before she clamors on top of the table and writhes around in the spaghetti strands provocatively, only adding to the. I'm not done. Only adding to the racy display, she even proceeds to smother her famous curves in olive oil and red wine as she seductively poses for the sizzling video. First of all, I don't... Look, I don't... God. There's a photo caption that says, Mamma Mia, rather than cooking. I do not think it's worth... I don't think it's worth it to criticize the Daily Mail's, like, accuracy like of course they're gonna get some stuff wrong but a lot of people got this wrong maybe my eye is is mistaken but she's writhing around an oily bucatini not oily spaghetti it's it's 100 bucatini it's It's the kind of pasta with the hole in it yeah yeah they probably tried a few different spaghettis and they were like bucatini is the most has the most heft to it for this project (laughs) (laughs) it's it's 
so funny. Can you it's imagine so... if it was like ziti first? They were like, oh, Emily, first we're going to try a few different spaghettis. Let's try some ziti. Orichette. Have you had red or... like shells? And she's like. She's like, this isn't working. She's like, and they're like, yeah. Working. They finally try, try the bucatini and they're like, you know, it, it looks, it's reading better on camera. And also Emily mm-hmm. seems to be like enjoying it more. I think, she loves bucatini. I think Emily yeah. prefers the bucatini. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure it's super oily. Can we get some more olive oil in here? Make it a little bit oily. Okay, we have to get off this because it's like disgusting. It's like actually making me want to throw up. Look, it's delicious. <laughs> What's your favorite country to visit? Oh, um, Italy. What's a country you wish to visit? Huh, anywhere in Southeast Asia. Hi, Who Weekly. I'm calling back in about Tabitha Brown. I just saw that she has 2.2 million followers on Instagram which is twice as many as someone like Alison Brie has. Um, I think Alison Brie is a them, maybe. Um, does that make Tabitha Brown a them? I don't understand where she came from, but now she's everywhere and she's so pleasant to watch. I'm obsessed. Um, maybe you can explain. Thanks. Good form, Bella Thorne. Thank you for calling back. I think we had her on our list, but then she got bumped. So we're, I was excited like that you called. I was going to use your previous call, but you called back. Mm-hmm. So we're using this call. Um, what I like about this person is that I organically came across her, which is so rare, like not from people saying, who is she, which is mm-hmm. now becoming my life. And it's going to be a little bit not frustrating but like I get that that's our position right now but sometimes it's nice to come across someone and be like who is this yourself Mm -hmm. you know and I was scrolling through TikTok as I do I feel like TikTok you either look at it for two hours or no none at all if you open Mm -hmm. that thing you're on it for two (laughs) hours and my algorithm like shout out to my algorithm served me a Tabitha Brown video and I was like who is this woman this is so good because it Mm -hmm. kind of amidst the like young people of TikTok, the dances, like what you're seeing, the jokes, she's is like an anomaly because she's this woman, this like 40 something. Yeah. This 41 year old black woman who's doing vegan recipes on (laughs) TikTok. So you're like, you're like, hold on, like in your tracks, you're like, what's going on here? This is so good. And the yeah. way that she does it is very natural. And as you know, because TikTok's like short form, it's not very natural to like do a recipe on TikTok because you're kind of having to like cut it together. The thing that makes her so appealing, apart from her demeanor, she's also, there's a good New York Times profile of her that was published like a month ago. She's a an actress first. So she's good on camera start let's go back to front-facing camera if anyone's going to be good on front-facing camera it's someone who's literally an actress yeah totally and so she's good on camera she knows how to like she knows the right tone she knows her angles you know to use the word she says that she likes being close up to the camera because it feels more intimate which is really smart she has a great tone she's a good performer in that sense like she immediately like draws you in and makes you comfortable but the thing i like about the recipes is it's not really it's not really recipes it's like in a sense it's the best form of like lifestyle cooking because it's right it's doable. very it's, much it's, like everyday stuff it's everyday recipe it's still recipes but it's an everyday recipe and what's nice is that she has these like tropes within her cooking where she has ingredients that she loves using again she's cooking vegan so she's got mm-hmm. like her brands that she loves her diet cheese, vegan. Yeah. cheese. <laughs> she uses a lot of garlic powder she loves mm-hmm. garlic powder and you know i gotta add garlic powder she loves everything but the bagel seasoning i do too it's just like her <laughs> yes. What she's making is like for a casual lunch, not you're right, not like a bon appetit recipe. I mean, right, and there there are places yeah. for bon appetit recipes. Like sometimes you want to put it in the work and like make a really really complicated like sola dish. Like absolutely, <laughs> Some, yeah. On a ninety degree day, you want to crank up your oven to four hundred oh, and make a baked ziti. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> But sometimes it's like 2 p.m. and you're like, I haven't eaten lunch and I need to make something quickly. And this is the void that she fills. And I think that it's the most relatable void. She even has developed her own catchphrases, which to me is like so amazing. Like so like there. 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 Two types of cheese because that's my business. And that's my business. And a little ketchup because that's my business. I couldn't help it. I took a bite. Mm. But that's my business, honey. Very good. She is so unique and singular, and I I love that the the TikTok community saw that. Like they're the ones who like 
they're like call her like you know their aunt you know like they interact with her in such a sweet way and I think it's like there is a light side to all of this social media that is kind of like dark it's like this is the light side to that where you have somebody who works in entertainment who was kind of not real who was a little bit floundering and Mm -hmm. who found her way in because her daughter was like you should try TikTok and she was like what and then tried it and now she's like this star essentially within the platform she says her first TikTok was in March like literally like the beginning of this pandemic I know you know it was just like I I need something to do and it shows how quickly you can become huge on TikTok you know yeah it's true the thing you notice when you're on TikTok is sometimes you 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 click on a you find a funny TikTok and you click on the person's profile and it's not all good you know, and you're like, oh, this was an anomaly. Like, this was yes. the one funny thing. Yes. Yes. And this is someone. And so, but you find yourself doing it. So it's like, if you came across someone and it was really, really good, you click them and you see they're not all good and you kind of forget about them forever. If you come across someone and you click on their profile and it's like oh, nothing but hits, like that's kind of a rarity that's in true. the TikTok universe. And I so, found a really disturbing TikTok recently. Can I just tell oh you what no. it is quickly? Have you seen not that like, Shrek tampon one that everyone's no, so like? Not oof. disturbing like that. Disturbing oh, okay. like... It's a vet tech and he's like hot and he does TikTok dances with his shirt off. But while he dances, he does things like 10 reasons your cat pees inside and the uh, reasons they appear as he dances to sexy music. It'll be like to send me that account. It'll be like Um. it'll be like it'll be like why dogs sniff butts and they'll be like and he's like shirtless and like dancing. I'm gonna need that account. And I'm like reading like I'm reading like why dogs sniff bugs? They're nervous. Uh, they're hungry. I'm like what is going on? I don't see that account in my texts from you yet so you're gonna need to send me that account the other kind of nice thing about her that i think is really what people are attached to also is that she found veganism and that's like a thing that if you're like a vegan you really you really love people who find the lifestyle a very natural way which is like she tried eating vegan it like helped her pain like she had chronic Mm -hmm. pain and it like very much helped that changing her lifestyle and what she ate so that's kind of a nice part of her story like it's not just one dimensional there's like many she falls into many different categories within Mm -hmm. what she does and she's been on your favorite show switched at birth i know oh (laughs) i know i know Um, and i think this will help her not just help her acting career but i think we got to get this woman a a cooking show like immediately (laughs) maybe she's better at short form but i think it's certainly worth a shot well hello ding 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 quippy needs a hit (laughs) so oh my god God, Quibi wishes it had like 1% of TikTok, like what TikTok yeah. has, you know? And also their shows like this, like the, like the game, like the most successful Quibi show, show stuff is this kind of stuff, like the game show stuff, like the, totally. the more reality competition-y stuff. And personality-based so like, stuff. Yeah, personality-based like stuff, not scripted yeah, totally. stuff, exactly. Well. Fergie, what's happening with her? Nothing. Everything. My favorite. She released her visual album, or she released part of it. Is the visual album out? Yeah, part Double of Duchess. it. We were watching it before this episode and dying. But what I thought this was really, f- this is just funny. Is in this Daily Mail article, there are these pictures of her at this event that is to premiere her. Mm-hmm. Her. <laughs> you're seeing what I'm talking about. To premiere her new album, Double Duchess, seeing double. And you scroll down, there's just pictures in front of her, in front of the stepper people. Blah, blah, blah. And then you get to a weird photo in which she's holding. She's nothing in her hands. Nothing in her hands for in 80% of the and photos. Then, but then all of a sudden, there's a photo of her holding a smoothie. A, a smoothie? Like a trifle. It's a weird, like, And then layered you're like, oh, smoothie. maybe the caption says what she's doing with the smoothie and whose smoothie it is. And it just says, sultry. The former Black Eyed Pea singer chose a thigh-gazing mini that featured a turtleneck line and long sleeves. You're like, hmm, nothing about the smoothie. And then there's another photo with the smoothie. And then the quote, the 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 caption is, having a blast. For the event, the former Black Eyed Pea singer chose a thigh-gazing turtleneck mini that featured long sleeves. I don't see anything about the smoothie. Another picture with a smoothie. And the caption is, focus on her career. Josh and Fergie haven't been seen together for some time, so it's unclear when they split. But they did celebrate their eighth wedding anniversary in January. What about the smoothie? It is so frustrating because really the dailymail.co.uk is not a a journalism website. What they do is they describe photos. (laughs) They describe photos and they didn't even describe this photo. She's literally holding a smoothie in her hand. And I don't even know why there's a smoothie in her hand. She's holding the smoothie up to the camera. Like, she's Look not trying to hide the fact smoothie. that she's holding a smoothie. Look at the this smoothie. The smoothie is a prop. <sighs> Can you imagine if you were the brand, the brand, the smoothie brand, and this, they're not even talking about the smoothie? 
Anyways. I mean, there's no branding on the smoothie, so because it's just like a, a bespoke smoothie that's served in a glass, so this doesn't so appear to be like liquidaria. I know. I just I couldn't get over this article because everybody kept Mention using the smoothie. People kept using photos from it and and not, you know, doing the smoothie, talking about the smoothie. Anyways, let's move on. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. <laughs> Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, might? Uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Hi, who Uh Hey, in time, hey, in time. I'm listening to your podcast right now and I have to pause it because you're talking about tarot bases, um, what you eat in a day, Harper's Bazaar, I believe, video. And... You said that you should never believe a celebrity and they tell you what to eat. And I'm writing you two things. Um, one, if you watch Kelly Ripa's video, I would definitely believe what she eats. Because it's almost nothing. Um, it is really what you actually think you would eat. Anyway, women don't belong in balloons. I heard this call and was like, okay, cool. I, I haven't seen the Kelly Ripa one. And to be honest, I haven't seen many of these because I'm not really subscribed to Harper's Bazaar food content. Although I am now. I wasn't right. until yesterday, but now right. I'm like fully going to watch all of them. So Kelly Ripa's arguably stranger than Tyra Banks is. Well, you said this to me. What did you say about it yesterday? You were like, so many people do what I eat in a day or what I eat in a week. And you can tell it's kind of cobbled together, made up and just like mm -hmm. elaborated too much that it's like not really what they ate. Kelly yeah. Ripa's is so exact, so crazy, so regimented and so painful seeming that you mm -hmm. can tell it's exactly what she eats in a day because nobody like would ever make this up exactly and it just keeps going like for at one point she's like well i start by having a giant glass of water with spirulina <laughs> powder in it and then she'll be like what's your favorite thing that she eats because my favorite thing is a chocolate covered almond maybe for dessert <laughs> 
one chocolate covered almond or a chia pudding or a chocolate covered <laughs> cashews i don't know that she says like singular or just one chocolate covered almond but the line that says i don't believe in cheat days because they just lead to cheat lifestyles was like <gasps> was alarming i try not to have that many cheat meals because cheat meals leads to sort of like a cheat lifestyle she also says i'm not willing to get ready so i stay ready and she means like her body like her <laughs> she means like she she's like she's like if this falls out she if this falls into disarray i'm not getting back to this place i mean i do appreciate the honesty because it's like yeah your job is to right you know look a certain way on camera right so i get it and i get the pressures that come with that being your job but to see it actually yeah it's spoken in like not uncertain terms is really alarming wait this this part that killed you then i host my morning show you're going to say kelly do you eat anything? Not before I talk on the air. So I don't have any sort of chewing food before I talk on the air. Every time she says chewing food, I freak out. <laughs> chewing food. And to be fair, <laughs> if I also had to talk on the air before 8 a.m. or get up before 8 a.m. and be on TV, it's not the worst idea to not eat what she says is chewing food. Chewing food. I think she means because you get gassy if you chew food. Chewing food. It lets air into your tummy. Right? <laughs> is that what she's saying? I have no idea. I think that's actually like a smart idea. That's not even the craziest part. <laughs> I don't understand anything about this lifestyle. But if you ask my favorite thing that she eats in a day, is yeah. she has a salad every day for lunch. And then at dinner... <laughs> dinner she says i have the same salad only smaller and then she adds in a little bit of vegetable protein wait i want to get the actual like i have the same salad only smaller what does she do when she goes to a restaurant for dinner i have usually a smaller version of the same salad that i had for lunch I, I guess my question is, like, as somebody who treasures going out to dinner now more than ever in this mm -hmm. time now more than ever if I was famous, I understand that it's difficult to keep yourself camera ready and it's yeah. very stressful yeah. and whatever, especially for a woman over a certain age or whatever. But my point is, is like the best part about being somewhat famous is free food and free restaurants and free dinner and any mm -hmm. type of like. Even if you're paying, you get to go to whatever restaurant you want. Sure, sure. Whatever. You're right. But just like the abundance of delicious food around every mm -hmm. corner would In be New just York. delightful. I know. Or LA. Or what doesn't matter. My point is that I don't get how she's con consistently eating salads for, for dinner and lunch when <laughs> she's out and about. You know, mm -hmm. that's crazy to me. It's like, oh, no, I don't want like your food. I would love to order my same small salad. Smaller than lunch, though, please. And the waiter's like, what? <laughs> chewing food okay i think as she's like actually describing what she eats in a day in detail in front of a camera alarm bells start going off in her head where she's like this sounds weird this sounds weird and so at the end she starts saying yeah, like she, she gets kind of defensive and she's like she's you like know, ladies i eat cake on my I birthday cake for my for my birthday <laughs> for my birthday i like cookies on christmas at it's christmas like, whoa <laughs> on my birthday will i have cake of course, I'm not a monster. At Christmas, do I eat cookies? Yes, I'm a human being. But that's the thing. It's I would take this any day over Tyra's because Tyra's is like a oh, performance art piece based around a bagel that you know she's not really eating or that she is also eating once a year on her birthday or for Christmas or whatever when this is like the most realistic thing I've ever heard about a celebrity. <laughs> no, you're right. At least we are learning something about Kelly. Like there is an authenticity there that was not in Tyra's. So it's like, right. what's the point of revealing something if it's not true? Tyra's like, I take the bagel and I scoop it up. It's like, no, you don't. Kelly Ripa's like, I eat two small salads and a, <laughs> and a nut. No, she eats one small salad and one slightly smaller salad. And a nut. A nut. The way she talks about nuts in this video, it's like sexual. Oh, she's, she's like, like cashews. Oh. I'll add cashews. I have a handful of almonds. raw cashews and you're like, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. Handfuls of nuts, lots of raw cashews, lots of raw almonds, lots of raw pistachios. I never eat more than a handful, but I have several handfuls a day. Now I'm thinking about the video from Laura Prepon where Laura Prepon is like, let's make oatmeal together. And Ryan is making oatmeal and Kelly's like, no, I'm staying in the bedroom. Right. 
I will not be making oats. She doesn't eat oatmeal. That doesn't go into her diet. She eats a small (laughs) salad, a big salad, and a nut. What I will indulge in is like a delicious chocolate-covered almond or chocolate-covered cashew, some sort of like, so I still feel like there's something healthy in there. Oh, wait, it one is singular. One almond. She eats one almond. What was the joke when President Obama was like, I eat two to three almonds or something? Eight to 12? <laughs> Eight to 12 almonds. To be fair, that probably is the recommended amount of almonds that you're oh, supposed to eat. Oh, seven almonds. Yeah. Seven almonds. But then he said, I don't really eat seven almonds every night. Okay, the point is, is that Kelly Ruppa eats one chocolate-covered almond. Okay? Handfuls of nuts. She's kind of a balm to the rest of the morning show crew yes. in terms of other hosts. I don't watch her show. I don't no. care for Ryan. I don't really think he is anything special. But she is one of those personalities, aside from the thing where she was like, I missed my Botox. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> Although I genuinely think that was a joke. That was just something that we read as a headline and we're like, are you kidding me? But she obviously said it as a joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways. But no, I, I, I appreciate that she's not really trying to pretend she's anything but what she is. She's like, have you seen my sexy husband? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> mm, after we fuck, we each have one chocolate-covered almond. <laughs> Next call. I love this call. Chewing food. Handfuls of nuts. Chewing food. Handfuls of nuts. Chewing food. Handfuls of nuts. Uh, hi, Lizzie Bobby. Uh, love Bobby's rant about how we've been putting oatmeal in since the beginning of time. Uh, there's actual archaeological evidence of this. Um, they found bog bodies, so bodies that have been preserved like a in a bog in Ireland, kind of like Tom Cruise in Rue the Vampire. Um, and they had oatmeal in their stomachs that had nuts put in it. Um, anyway, yeah, that's it. <laughs> crunch, crunch, bye. The scientists found bog bodies with oatmeal in the stomachs. Chewing food. Along with nuts. Handfuls of nuts. I love in this call as she's getting, she's going on and on. She's realizing how ridiculous the call is. <laughs> bog bodies. <laughs> Oh, God. Bog bodies filled with oatmeal. Vesuvius is exploding, and I'm in Pompeii being like, so, <laughs> if you prefer a more savory oatmeal, I like adding... <laughs> Talk about overnight oats. They were, like, in the... They were in the body. They are in the bog body. Overnight. <laughs> Over many nights. Okay, can we move God, on? Because there's nothing really else to funny. say. This week on Us Weekly, there was this really bad, obvious, sponsored post um, that, of course, Us Weekly calls an exclusive. I love when Us Weekly gets, gets, like, does sponsored content and calls an exclusive. It's like, yeah, duh. Like, you exclusively, you're the only ones who would post this garbage, (laughs) like, this sponsored content. So... Us Weekly posts this article. The Hills Low Ballsworth shares kitchen tips with us. See her whip up a healthy and delicious breakfast. And you scroll down and you're like, mmm, shady. And there's like a whole video (laughs) and a whole description. And it's low at like this convention in like a fake kitchen, like fake cooking, essentially, for the brand Signature Kitchen Suite. But my, but this, what this really made me think about, which I love, is the career of Low Ballsworth post Hills. Low played, Low played. She is, or this was a reality show, kind of. <laughs> she, she was the very boring best. <laughs> she was the very boring best friend of Lauren Conrad on Laguna Beach and The Hills, and, and now she Lauren runs. Con- and if you're bo- more boring than Lauren <laughs> yeah. Conrad, that's saying a lot. I mean, the Hills and Laguna and the city all had issues with boring women. I mean, the fact that they even lasted as long as they did, considering that. boring men. Boring men and boring women. Jenner, Justin, Bobby, are you kidding me? Like, Kristen Cavallari, like, give her no credit, but to give her a little credit, like, (laughs) she at least was interesting. And Heidi and Spencer, at least they were interesting. Yeah. I mean, these girls were, like, just dead in the eyes. So... Low Bosworth runs a lifestyle blog called The Lowdown. Of course. And she gives, like, she does a lot of cooking stuff. And to, like, I guess do something post Hills and Laguna Beach, she decided to go to culinary school because mm-hmm. that, like, also gives her credibility in, like, the food world, which she has now decided is, like, her. Yeah, because, like, anyone can career. make a food blog, but she wanted to at least be, like, sort of an expert in it before she hacked it. 
I mean, and then, so it's funny, she goes to culinary school and she learns God knows what. And then the next thing that she does is she gets a sponsorship with the funniest thing I have ever, like, the pairing of this. I mean, it's not a diet tea. It's not a waist trainer. It's not teeth whitener. What is it, Bobby? It's pumpkin. It's, it's a canned can. pumpkin. It's a can of pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> so Lo Bosworth gets a sponsorship with Libby's <laughs> canned pumpkin. And the whole goal here, and you can tell she walked into Libby's, which I don't know. She walked into a pumpkin can, a giant pumpkin can in Idaho or whatever. And they were like, welcome, Lo. Here's your goal. We need to make pumpkin cans relevant outside the one month span of Thanksgiving. Oh, one week. <laughs> well, the best part is you get these tweets that are, so I guess Lowe at some point in 2014 was doing a Q&A about pumpkin can, which is called hashtag pumpkin can. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, someone said, what's your fave way to use leftover pumpkin? I love storing it in the fridge for smoothies all week. Hashtag ad. That's Lowe asked. That was the question that someone asked Lowe. And actually, smoothies is not the worst idea. Smoothies sounds like a good idea. This doesn't. But then Lowe, culinary school graduate, This was before she was a graduate, right? Was it? I think so. Do you think this got her into culinary school? Do you think this got her into school? Um, Look how creative she she is with pumpkin. (laughs) She responds, I also eat my pumpkin straight out of the can with a touch of salt and agave. Yum, quick, and super healthy. Can you imagine Lo Bosworth cracking open a can of pumpkin and then like drizzling some agave and just like being delighted? Eating it? Can you imagine going to Lo Bosworth's house and her being like, time for dessert and like passing out cans of Libby's pumpkin? It's like, it's like if you go to Lo, now I'm imagining myself at Lo Bosworth's house and it's like, hey, can I make myself a glass of water? And she's like, sure, go in the kitchen. And you go to the kitchen, like trying to find the right cabinet with the glasses and you find and it's, all, all, it's all pumpkin. pumpkin. There is truly something special between the really, really lowbrow uh, sponsored content ads that people do on Instagram that we always joke about, like the really, the diet and whatever, and really hot and like a smart water ad with Jennifer Aniston. There's so much in between that. And so you have like a pumpkin can brand like Libby's and they have to go for Low Bosworth and they're like, well, Low, what can you do? And she's like, I'll make you some exclusive recipes. And then she doesn't know how. So she says, eat it out of the can. <laughs> Just eat it out of the can. <laughs> so Lowe Bosworth is synonymous with pumpkin in a way that Haley Duff would like to be synonymous with what, Lindsay? Philadelphia cream <laughs> cheese. Have you seen this tweet? <laughs> no, you said that this was showing up in your feed constantly i've never seen this tweet so you know what i interacted with this tweet at least three times on my own fair because it's amazing but then this tweet will not stop following me around because philadelphia cream cheese like knows that all i want is to see this tweet so have you seen this tweet can i explain to you this please explain okay so this is Haley duff famous for being sister of hillary duff and she tweeted she also has a kitchen blog if in case you Whatever. No one cares. Um, She tweeted, wall in hashtag Austin, loving my at love my Philly snack, peach emoji. Share your fave at Philly's flavors contest dot com hashtag ad hashtag Philly flavors. And then you scroll down. You're like, this doesn't even say cream cheese. Like, we don't even know what this is. We have no idea what it is. You scroll down and you click on the image and un and reveals to you. Haley Duff sitting at a table at like an Austin. It's very Austin scene because it's like you go to Austin and you you sit in these like big areas and there's all these food trucks food around trucks and you kind of you like and picnic tables. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a food court but with food trucks. So yeah. You sit out these and you see people in the background eating and you and then but up front you see Haley Duff eating what looks like crackers with like stuff on them, and then in front of her is be- just an open <laughs> container of Philadelphia cream cheese. That's all it is. And My question to you is, where did she? Where did she get the cream? How did she get the cream? Imagine, the imagine running from? a food truck there and seeing Haley Duff come in and not order anything from your food truck, but whipping out a, a carton of Philadelphia cream cheese and posing for cameras. I'm kick her out. 
I would just be like, girl, you, you can't just bring your cream cheese in here and just eat it. And the other funny thing is that it's the very it's a very staple of celebrity food endorsements is that there's no food anywhere near their mouths. So of course oh, she's like they never she, bite. She's no. like gingerly holding the cracker with the cream cheese on it, like near in her hands, but like nowhere near her mouth. And then you have like the open container of peach Philadelphia cream cheese. It's just and also it's just you know what I you know what worries me now that I look at this again. I kind of I think that maybe the cream cheese is photoshopped in. Because look how clear that brand is, the logo. Oh my God, you're maybe right. She did a really good radial blur where it's like she blurs out everything else except for her damn face and yeah. the Philadelphia cream cheese. Yeah, so I don't know. We shouldn't trust Ellie I love Duff. this. I love this tweet. And you know what? I'm going to eat some Philadelphia. You should cream retweet cheese. it. I'm going to. Hey, who is This is Emily from Maryland. Long time, first time. Um, I'm just calling to let you guys know that a couple of days ago, Melissa June Hart um, made two sponsored posts about two different brands of turkey, but she made pretty much identical posts about it. She, in each of them, she is standing in a fake IKEA-looking kitchen with a spread of delicious uh, turkey offerings in front of her. To her left, she's got some taco salad made with ground turkey. And on her right, she's got some enchiladas with like three-inch slabs of turkey breast in it. Um, It all looks disgusting. In both photos, she is flanked by a package of the ground turkey and turkey breast cutlets. And the food is exactly the same in each photo. The only thing that changes is the packaging on the turkey and the napkins under the food that she has supposedly prepared. There's really no point to this. I just thought it was hilarious. And I've never seen this type of spawn con done before. uh, that's it, I guess. Uh, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. On a face level, this is like the funniest thing in the whole entire world. Melissa Joan Hart advertising two different turkey brands and two different turkey Instagrams on like literally adjacent, next to each other, adjacent grid placement. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's funny with or without this second bit of knowledge, but it does sort of it. It does sort of it does sort of ruin the fun out of it. So yeah. these two brands are owned by the same company. So it's right. she actually like one of them is the white meat and one of them is just the regular <laughs> turkey meat. So it's like <laughs> they're both they're both owned by what is it? It's not Sunnybrook Farms. By Sunnybrook Farms, I think Sunnybrook Farms owns the whole turkey thing. Um, Shadybrook Farms. Shadybrook Farms. But then Honeysuckle White is, as far as I can tell. Just the arm of Sunnybrook, Shadybrook Farms that sells exclusively white turkey meat. So <laughs> she had to pose with the two different, um, you know, the star products from the Shadybrook Farm lines, which is their ground regular turkey and then their ground white meat turkey. I just feel um, like this is, if you put these photos side by side, it's one of those like really funny back of the magazine, like circle the differences because... <laughs> <laughs> Because there's only one difference. (laughs) There's only like one difference and it's the packages of meat that are resting like beside her. Mm -hmm. And then the rest is like the exact same like food spread. It's like the the lighting is visible in the Shady Brook Farms one, but the lighting is not visible in the Honeysuckle White one. I keep clicking back and forth. It's uh, it's truly mesmerizing. It feels like like, you're on drugs. It's like... It's sort of like whenever you like you're you're shutting your left eye and then open shutting your right eye shutting your left eye shutting your yeah. right eye like yeah. it, what is that in, uh, from Wayne's World Wayne's World camera one camera two yeah. yeah yeah it's very camera one camera two but it's also like oh same same look of horrific embarrassment on Melissa Joan Hart's face in one but can you imagine the speed so someone just ran in switched out the turkey and then they took the photo again because it looks like no time has passed right but like there's I just don't understand why the photos the angle is so slightly different that it's like did you not like just steady like the second photo to match the first or like why is the light showing you're right like why is like the fluorescent light showing on the top whose kitchen is this like it's clearly a movie set like it's a it's a it's a set 
it, you yeah, can like tell the that's a fake behind kitchen. her are of nothing. There's like barely anything in the cabinets. Like <laughs> it, nothing looks like it's ever been used. My favorite comments are the ones that are like, beautiful kitchen, Melissa. And it's like, there's this is not anyone's kitchen. This is on a soundstage. Beautiful kitchen. Oh, Melissa, also, beautiful kitchen. Are the captions the same? Oh my God, they they're the same. We all know when you eat better, you feel better. I love using family farm raised turkey from Shady Brook Farms when cooking for my family. Then the other one says, "We all know when you when you eat better, you feel better." I love using family farm raised turkey from Honeysuckle White that when cooking for my family. <laughs> In a way, it's like a deranged. It's a deranged version of the Celine Dion thing where she has to caption in, yeah. in French and English. It's like, <laughs> oh, I have to caption in Honeysuckle White and Shady Brook Farm. Why are they two different? Like put them on the same Instagram and then have like both be like the uh, it's very it's all it's very upsetting it seems you're right like I I I mean having a bit of experience with this Lindsay this seems like the sort of ad that like they're gonna get a call about where it's like this wasn't what we had in the contract like this, this isn't exactly what we asked you to deliver we're gonna need you to do this again this doesn't I mean... look right I mean, this doesn't look right. what was the contract for this? Like, as if it wasn't like some, you know, scrawled on, like, p- napkin with, or turkey, a piece of turkey with some, I like. I bet you they weren't, with... they weren't supposed to do the same one in the same day, you know? <laughs> it's so funny, though. <laughs> and you can tell that, like, Melissa Joan Hart has, like, the friendliest fan base in the world because yeah. no comments are rude. Right. No like, comments are rude. All the comments are like, like, why is this the same as the other one? <laughs> This is like, what a nice and great kitchen. Someone loving that long hair. Get him, girl. (laughs) And then another one is just, love you, love you, love you. This is the fan base you want. Like, Uh, this is the ideal fan base. Hope says, the enchiladas look delicious. They're just so supportive. Melissa and Hart must have the best fans on the planet. I mean, you guys not included, obviously. We have the best fans on the planet. But I also know that if we posted a Shady Brook Farm image Instagram and then a, what is this other one? Our fans would be like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> Honeysuckle White and Shady Brook Farm Instagrams one after the other, we would get some shade. Anyway, uh, we have one more call. Oh, I had to include this. We're, this is like, I mean, technically we haven't spoken about it, but we've definitely spoken about it, which is the... Um, Kaylee Cuoco at Panera's new uh, beverage station. I mean, it's truly the the who event of the week was Kaylee Cuoco teaming up with Panera Bread to launch their new beverage station. The best, the best like Bobby reaction to this, quote unquote Bobby reaction, is the like, you're too rich for this reaction, which is so funny because it's like, how much money could she have been paid to do this? Like not as much as like she gets paid per episode. Oh, she of. got paid and she got paid in product. Oh, oh she wanted to she try the new beverages beverage. really badly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she wanted to be. She wanted to be first. Another possibility here is that Kaylee Coco was just going to Panera Bread, and they were having a an event. I and mean, they were like, "Oh, Kaylee." I mean, she stopped in for a wrap, and she found herself wrapped by their new uh, beverage. Station. I mean, these photos truly do uh, illustrate a woman enraptured by a drink machine because I've. N- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's really. Uh, interesting what she is going okay, so for you have, in these so do you have um do you have the the just jared page open of course i do i've had it open since i okay, saw it so the first you time. see on the right you see on the right the grid of all the, yes. the thumbnails yeah my favorite photo is uh third third row third from the left so on the third column third row third from the left the one with her just smiling yeah, but like sort of smirking. My favorite, clearly, it's really great, is the first row, third to the left, which is I think the iconic one where she's like doing. Well, that's a, icon- I feel like that's a little too easy. I mean, she's doing like a Lucy Ball like like joke laugh, but it's like she's drinking juice. I don't understand what she's going for. Like in her mind, what is the what is what is her inspiration in this photo? You know, like juice is so good. You know, I can't deal. It's not even juice. It's not even juice. What is it? Um, what is it? 
I don't know. It's like one of them is a is a green tea, passion papaya green tea. The other one's a blood orange lemonade. The other one's a prickly pear, uh, hibiscus why fresca. Won't, why won't Panera call us to do stuff like this? I just, this cannot, this is out of her budget. This is in our budget. We are perfect for this. I think <laughs> it's one of the reasons she's so endearing. She has so much money. Everyone on that show has so much money. And yet here um, she is. And yet here she is just, you know, living her life going to these low rent events um with hideous like this tablecloth disgusting and she went to the event dressed sort of wildly look at those sneakers i, t- I anyway, think i think I your first her. guess at her just walking by a panera and them opening their beverage station happened at the same time and they were like kaylee cuoco is that you get in here and she just did it because <laughs> she's a nice person you know that seems like she's it makes a good more sport. sense to me i think if anyone's a good sport Kaylee Cuoco is a good sport. Yeah, and there's really there's really nothing that I like more um, than a photo call for a product like the Sabra Day, the, the Hummus product. Day Sabra call that oh, Leah Sabra. Michelle did, Iconic. and uh, the Briars yeah. Del- Indulgences Gelato uh, pa- uh, place at the. There's always some sort of weird gelato indul- indulgences. Who was Briars Gelato? Was that low? Uh, no, it was a bunch of different celebrities because it was at a film festival and people kept getting dragged into the Briar's Gelato Indulgences section and fake <laughs> eating ice cream. And it's amazing to watch them like grimace as they fake eat ice cream. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, third time caller, maybe. Um, I'm listening to your most recent episode and you're talking about Kaylee Cuoco and you're saying you think she's just a really nice person. Like, Maybe she just showed up at the Panera. Like, maybe they didn't pay her because obviously it's out of her price range to be at a Panera event. And the only things I know about Kaylee Cuoco, because I don't watch Big Bang Theory, it's such a waste of time. But my sister works at a Core Power Yoga in San Diego and goes to the Del Mar one to work sometimes. And Kaylee Cuoco has a house in Del Mar and goes to that Core Power Yoga. And she'll come in. And she'll take a class. And my sister always says that they have the best on sale stuff at Del Mar because no one there is willing to buy any of the sale items because they're all these rich ladies that it's below them or whatever to buy a sale item. But Kaylee Cuoco will come in and she'll buy the sale items at Del Mar and she 100% has millions of dollars more than most of the ladies who are in there. So I'm with you. She's nice. That's all I know about her. But your guess that she's a cool person is correct. Okay, bye. This means that Kelly Cuoco buys things on sale just like me. The most um, stars are just like us thing you could ever do is buy things on sale. I feel so close to her right now. Yep, and it's and it's like and it's like people always say the the reason people are rich is because they are careful with their money. You know, that's Kelly true. Kelly Cuoco is going to stay rich. Can we say the same about Johnny Galecki? Maybe not. You know, <laughs> but I will say about Kelly Cuoco is I don't think we were implying that Kelly Cuoco did this for free. She did not do a beverage Panera beverage station for free. Like she's has money because she's smart with money. Too. Yeah. Not just because she's just walking by like, I'm so passionate about ben- Panera beverage station. I'm going to do it for free. Like our girl is not doing this for free. And it sort of seems like, I don't know. I don't know when this became a Kelly Cuoco stand podcast, but. It seems like she just does shit if it if she enjoys it. She would not have done that Panera thing if she, if her publicist had said, "Hey, Kaylee Cuoco, do a, this Panera bread thing." She would never roll her eyes and be like, "Ugh, I guess." No, she must like, be Can getting you something. Explain out to of me it. the opportunity. She's like, "Ooh, I love Panera. Like, Fun. what's the opportunity? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean?" Yeah, no, I completely agree. You've been listening to this podcast for whatever hundred million episodes, as you definitely have, and you know us by now. You know that if we start off by talking about someone, we usually come around to standing for them. Like, this is not a new cycle. I think the only person no. we don't stand for by now is Leah Michelle. No offense, <laughs> but, like, she just has not done anything stand-worthy just yet um, for <laughs> us personally. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but it's not unusual for us to come full circle on Kaylee Cuoco to be like, she's a cool girl and we stand for her. You no, know? and usually, and usually when you get to know someone, you, yeah. you sort of empathize them with, empathize with them a little more and you start to understand yeah. them and you start yeah. to say like, you know what? I might like this person in person, which is why one of the reasons Twitter is so bad and Instagram is so bad because you're only getting one side of a person and it's so easy to hate them based on their tweets. But then you get to know them and you're like, you know what? They're fine. Yeah. Kaylee Cuoco, totally. I think is one better. Kelly Cuoco, I think, you know what? You're good. <laughs> Kelly Cuoco, you're good. I'm uh, here with Panera today. I'm very excited. They just announced this amazing cup that tells you all your calorie count and added sugar in certain drinks. Hey, hey, you you got got right. 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 Right.
I'm on television. It's very important that we keep we, we eat a certain way and we're healthy and we remember to do it with food, but you, you have one soda or one tea or one juice and it's hundreds of calories that you forget about. It tells exactly the calorie count that each one of them has. And I think it's really interesting. It tells what a cola has, which is 17.25 teaspoons of sugar. That is a lot of sugar and probably you've never thought about it that way. So it's nice to know you're drinking just as much as you know what you're eating. And it came out with some amazing iced teas. They're super clean, they're super light, and you feel good about it. The prickly pear, it's delicious. Really, really good. What's great is it says it here too, not just on the cup, but it's 100 calories with no added sugar. It says it right here. Filled it right up, and it's delicious. You know what's good too? Panera Beverage Station. <laughs> Panera Beverage Station. I remember the last time it's a Panera Bread, and I, I honestly can't. I can't remember it. Oh. Oh, no, it was in, it was in, Oh, it was when our we went to our friend's Chris, our friend Christine's house, and we we went to a Panera near her house. That's when it was. Maybe she loves the free bread. Kaylee Cook. Oh, loves the, free the free bread's bread. so good. The free bread is the best. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week. Until then, have a great weekend. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who for providing our read a theme song on normal days thank you to timmy our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing and helping us put these episodes together support us on patreon.com weekly for bonus episodes commentaries discord server occasional newsletter and more you can also get the audio on apple podcasts if you want to go through them instead of patreon it's very easy pre-order my debut novel the old place wherever you get your books and if you're in brooklyn come see me on September 20th, the day the book comes out for a conversation at Books Are Magic with Gia Tolentino, and it'll be a lot of fun. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.